Hey, Sam. Hey, Luke. What's, uh, what's wrong, buddy? I just watched the hit 2004 film Troy starring Brad Pitt and Eric Bana, but I don't know if it's accurate at all. Hey, we've all been there, friend. This has you pretty messed up, huh? Well, I have good news for you. Ah! Jesus! I'm a doctor. Of medicine? Even better, classics. And I have all the answers for your burning questions about myths, ancient Greco-Roman history, and the movies. Where can we get this incredible medicine? Over on the podcast, Greased Lightning. It's on all your favorite podcatchers. It will be the sweet ambrosia of the gods. New episodes every other Monday. Two words to me in three years of Bret Hart Hanksy Panksy, a podcast where two dumb idiot best friends fill themselves mind, body, and soul with thousands of digitally animated pixels of a rootin', tootin', spaceman shootin' Tom Hanks. I'm Sam Siegel, and I'm one of those dumb idiots. (laughs) This is a comedy. This is just... I don't know what it is, but I'm here for it. Fuck. It's so fucking stupid. (laughs) And I'm the star of Home Improvement. Uh, (laughs) I'm Luke Patrick. They've recast it because of obvious reasons. Now it's just Uh. me. And uh, I am being retroactively put in as Buzz Lightyear in all Toy Story movies, too. So it's a pretty sick gig for me, if I'm honest. Yeah. Holy shit. You really turned this into a good thing. Um, so, so this week we watched 1995's Toy Story, if that wasn't already apparent. Um, and, uh, Luke, how was your watch? Oh, man, you know, it was good. Let me clarify before I dig into this that every part of it was fine. I booted up the mouse hose. Uh, it had this Pixar flick and it was nice and easy. It's extremely weird to watch well for two reasons this was a weird watch the first one breezy hour and 22 minutes like oh i know oh you could you could take a nap in this thing and be over versus what we've watched sort of recently uh but the other part of this that was a bit odd was just it's strange to finally watch a movie that sam i have seen so many times like yeah like it's 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 beyond a comforting blanket this is just a thing that like I've just seen it. I've really seen mm-hmm. it like so much. Um, it didn't bring anything to the watch was the weird thing. Uh, it sort of made it a little bit more tedious. Uh, but mm, yeah, uh, you know, how was your watch, though? So so I was concerned about that same thing um, because, you know, I've seen the movie many times. I'm I'm well acquainted with it. I know most of the plot points. Um, I did watch it with my wife again, but again, you know, for these movies that I've seen already, I really want to try to get in the headspace mm-hmm. of the characters, right? 
And so, you know, last week I, I watched in a simulation of space. This yeah. time I wanted, I wanted to get in the mindset of one of these toys. So what I did was throughout watching the movie, anytime my wife looked at me, I slumped over and went, just, just went totally uh, limp. Uh, and refused to move until she looked away. Nice, dude. How, well, how was that? Did it bring anything to the experience? Do you feel like you can inhabit the mind space of a toy better now? So against all odds, I did actually gain something from this, which was the apparent constant fear these toys must live in. <laughs> because for an hour and 22 minutes, I was constantly on edge looking out of the corner of my eye to see it is she looking at me is she looking i don't know if she's looking can has I she move? seen the magic exactly i don't i don't know if she can see me well, oh, hey, shit. how did Go you limp. who what and then and then Oh, okay. well, and then, you know, just go go completely limp. I gotcha. I gotcha. Well, I was I'm really curious, Sam. What did your wife, our our dear friend, uh, our dear mutual friend uh, think of this? Oh, I I don't think she was terribly entertained by it, to be perfectly <laughs> honest. <laughs> there was some level of eye rolling. Yeah, um, that's expected. But, uh, yeah, you know, that's fine. I, I really felt like I got in the zone yeah. zone with these little little characters. Um so yeah, and and now uh since since these are pretty standard watches, that gives us a lot more time to tweet at Tom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, do you want to introduce this this concept a little bit? We've done it a couple times, but it's become yes. it's become de rigueur now. Yes. So, um you know, we used to talk about how, you know, whether or not we miss Tom. But as Luke has pointed out uh, on more than one occasion, can you really miss something that's constantly in your life like air? Mm. Um, and and so what we've moved on to is this desire to get Tom Hanks on our podcast. And it seems the best way to do that is to tweet at him mm-hmm. to get his attention. Hell yeah. Um, so... Uh, we're going to craft a tweet to Tom on air, uh, and and try to get his attention. Nice. Um, and and try to get him on this podcast. Yeah, uh, I'm excited for this. I'd also like it to be toy adjacent, if at all possible. Yes. Um, and to that end, I believe I have the hashtag for this week. Mm-hmm. And it's play with us, Tom. <laughs> I love it. Fuck yeah, dude. It's topical. It's inviting. It's warm. These are all things that we want to present to Tom because he's, uh, I think, all three of those things. Um, it's it's not as sexual as, as our last uh, tweet, which mm. which was hashtag come on Tom. Yeah. Which, um, see, you fucked up the, the saying of it that time. I did. It's, I did. Sorry. Having, having edited that podcast, uh, the Forrest Gump one, where we introduced that as a hashtag, I got to tell you, man, it's a hard one to pull off to stick that landing. It is. Ooh, let, man. let me try it one more time. Yeah. It's hashtag come on, Tom. Come on, Tom. See, I fucked it up. I fucked it up. A man. little bit. And so we need to pivot mm-hmm. to a new a new uh, uh, hashtag this Amen. week. So, so what what should we tweet at him this week? Hmm. So, I would like it to still be toy related. What if we just said, 
can we can we try to present a warm and inviting atmosphere like uh, chilling in my hot tub watching Toy Story, thinking about how Tom Hanks should be on my podcast? Play with us, Tom. You got it in one. Okay, uh, chilling in my hot tub. Because we is wanna, that one word or two? I think hot tub is one word, but we want to be you know we're we're party people uh, mentally <laughs> in theory. We we really want to present a warm atmosphere of you know if if he stopped by, it's gonna be really chill. Brewskis, a nice hangout on the porch, some tiki torches. I mean, I'm I'm into it. So chilling in my hot tub, watching <laughs> Toy Story. Is that? Yeah, just watching Toy Story. The OG. Can, wait, can we say just watching Toy Story OG? How about just watching the OG Toy Story? Yeah, Toy Story classic. Ooh, Toy Story classic. Mm, now we're talking. Uh, okay. Sitting in my hot tub, just watching Toy Story classic. Mm-hmm. Uh, thinking about how great it would be to have Tom Hanks on the podcast. I'll bring the cowboy outfit. Are you, uh, you getting, getting this? Oh, yeah. Getting nice. it all. Bring the cowboy outfit. Hashtag play with us, Tom. <laughs> oh, uh, actually, one edit. I do need to make that, uh, at Tom Hanks. Yeah, pretty critical. Pretty critical to get it to his doorstep. Yes. Okay. That tweet is off fuck yeah dude it's now permanently out there as a gesture of goodwill sent from our hot tub that's what the end of that email would say sent from our hot tub yep ah wonderful Mm Hmm. so luke would you would you like to break down the plot for for anyone who somehow doesn't know what this movie is yeah honestly i'm not going to this week i'm taking a break um toy story is a movie about toys that come to life if you haven't seen toy story go watch it yeah (laughs) it's a it's a very good movie yeah it's extremely good i mean i did say the watch was a little tedious that's just because it's a movie made for kids and i've seen it a million times um but yeah if you've somehow avoided this thing like fucking just go watch Toy Story. It's an hour and 22 minutes. Yeah, I feel like that's fair. Do you feel like it's fair to sort of skip yeah. over? Okay. I Absolutely. Yeah. Go go watch Toy Story and then tweet at Tom Hanks uh, <laughs> to tell him to get on our fucking podcast. But, I mean, nicely. You know, we, we want yeah. him to you yeah, know, yeah. Feel, feel welcome. And use the hashtag play with us, Tom. Mm-hmm. Play with us, Tom. There we go. That's, you know, honestly... That hashtag feels a lot better. Yeah, it's it's less of a minefield. I don't feel like I'm about to explode. Uh, ooh, never mind. Let's yep. uh, back yep. away from you that. You gotta. One. Hey, so what did you think of the movie? Man, here's the other part of this: is that I find it a little hard to even like begin to review Toy Story because, dude, it's a good movie, and it's a classic. This is the thing that launched Pixar. Like, fuck, dude, it's it's great. I have a lot of thoughts about it. Mm-hmm. Um, for sure, and very excited to dig into that. But Sam, you know, what's your general uh, take on on Toy Story? This I'm assuming the millionth time around. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was really nice. I actually haven't watched 
uh, OG Toy Story in, in quite some time. Mm. Um, so, I mean, like, I remember all of it, but it's it's been a minute since I've seen it. Yeah. But, God, it's, you know, it's a lot of fun. Uh, it's actually still very funny. Mm-hmm. Had a good time. Uh, and, yeah, I mean, here here's what I will say as far as, like, how it's aged. Yeah. Um, most of it, shockingly, still looks very good. Hey, yes, with one major exception. The people? The people and the fact that everybody in this movie blinks like they're on acid. Did you notice this? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just the people in general move in this almost fully distressing way. <laughs> Yeah, and when they blink, they don't blink with both eyes. They either <laughs> no, they don't. They either blink one at a time, or they sort of half shut uh, their eyes, but at different sizes, different gaps. I mean, they straight up look like yeah. they're tripping nuts. It's it's wretched. <laughs> but outside and, of that, you know, you're pretty right. It's just extremely distressing anytime a human being is on the screen. Yeah, well, and the dog. Mm, yep, yep, yep. The dog looks wrong. Yeah, the dog looks like a bunch of hot dogs jammed into a pleather <laughs> exterior <laughs> and animated by sheer rage. It's pretty bad. Uh, Yeah, yeah, it's... But if you can ignore all of that, it's fine. It looks still <laughs> very good. Hey, weirdly, I also wrote in my notes uh, in all caps that uh, something is wrong with Woody's face. Uh, okay yes he's yeah. dead dead eyes mm-hmm. yeah something uh-huh. i don't know what it is do you can you do you have any ideas i just know that it's wrong and i'm not sure why yeah i think it's it might be too long mm. it, yeah there's there's a lot of real estate on that head <laughs> and it feels like both too much and not enough of it is being taken up by his face sure yeah, plus the blinking thing. Again, everyone just mm-hmm. looks like they're at Burning Man having an amazing time before they go back to their venture capital fund. I mean, it's uh, it's nuts. But uh, yeah, what other thoughts did you have? Do you want to just dive into some quick fire real quick? On, uh, oh, things yeah, you... absolutely. Yeah, hit me, my dude. Why is his name Woody? <laughs> hey, why is his name Woody? Or do you want me to sort of, uh, you know, pontificate I... on that? I mean, I have a theory. Mm. Yeah, well, hit me with that one, sir. Okay, so, like, these Disney movies are pretty well known for having these, like, kind of secret sexual messages in them. You know this, right? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, I think it's The Lion King has, like, sex written in the stars or some bullshit. I don't know. Sure. Yeah. I think Woody's a reference to Tom's giant penis. (laughs) (laughs) You think that based on reputation alone, when they cast this man, they said... You know, pre-writing the script, uh, which, by the way, Joss Whedon, fucking yeah, a writer. Uh, what the fuck? <laughs> and Joel Cohen, but not that Joel Cohen. I did look it right. up. <laughs> okay, because I saw that and I went, surely not. Yeah, that explains all the uh, Miller's Creek crossover <laughs> in Toy mm-hmm. Story. Um, yes. Yeah, well, I like that as a theory. That makes a lot of sense to me that based on uh, sort of the BDE that Tom was bringing to this, they had to name him Woody. Yeah. I mean, that's honestly the only explanation because like Woody doesn't make sense with like a Western background. Mm-hmm. Like it's not particularly Woody. Uh, he's just got a big hard penis. Yeah. I mean, I live here in the American West, uh, you know, 
Buffalo Bill is buried nearby and uh, can confirm, sir. Trees, not a lot of them. Wouldn't describe it as woodland. Nope. 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 Mm-hmm. Um, well, uh, what thoughts, uh, qu- thoughts or questions do you have? Yeah, so Woody's a twink. Oh, yeah, now just, this is interesting. Just putting that out there. I just was watching this dude and was just thinking about the fact that uh, Woody's got big twink energy. Hmm. All right, then. That, <laughs> any, anything to add uh, in that space? I, frankly, no. I think you've nailed it. That, okay. uh, <laughs> he's He's got a big dick and he's got some twink energy going on. He's got some on. serious twink energy. Okay. Hit me with, hit me with another. Okay. So... We're going to start diving in a little deeper now. Mm-hmm. Um, when the toy soldiers go down, uh, to they're, they're sent to, to spy on the birthday party at the beginning of the movie. They say it is Recon Plan Charlie. Mm. What were Recon Plans Alpha and Beta? <laughs> um, probably the vents and crawling through the, the piping like the plumbing of the house, if I had to guess, because I mean, I guess they're toys, right? Oh. What's a uh, what's crawling through a toilet to get the information see, that you need? See, I thought maybe these were different recon plans to like see different things. Mm. That like recon plan Charlie is like that's how we see birthday parties. Mm. Whereas like recon plan Alpha, and I said Beta earlier, but this is military vernacular, so it would be Bravo. Yeah, it would be. Uh, it would be, sir. Deepest apologies. Yeah. I I had a theory for Recon Plan Alpha. Okay, yeah, hit me with it. Um, it's them watching, um, Andy's parents make his sister. <laughs> and okay, well, okay, okay, I can see this from several <laughs> angles, as could they. <laughs> Which is the first that. They're toys, uh, and we'll dig into this. They have no frame of reference or interest in this personally. They're just trying to figure out what the new thing is, which is established. Exactly. Or yes. two, it is a pervy voyeuristic mission, and that's why this is alpha, because this is as that's peak right there. Uh, I'm going to assume that the first option is the, the one that uh, matches best to that experience. But what a horrifying thought you've created here, sir. <laughs> I'm sorry, but that's literally all I could think of. <laughs> oh, well, hang on. Don't they use the baby monitor to communicate back and forth? They do. Mm, that's something. I think an mm-hmm. allegory, maybe a metaphor. It's playing in the space. Fuck, dude. Sure. I can never watch this movie again now. I'm very sorry. <sighs> um, for me, really quick, Nausea Report with Luke Patrick is back. Oh, um, Nausea Report. The the briefest of nausea when he is on the bed, I believe, with Woody and spinning, and we're seeing it from Woody's perspective. And, sir, my body did not like that at all. But thankfully, it lasted mm. about three seconds. Well, that's good. Mm-hmm. That's good. Good to hear. Yeah. Um. Hey, which of these toys do you want? Hey, I was going to ask you the same exact thing. <laughs> Get out of my brain, Luke Patrick. <laughs> no, I refuse to. Uh, it's cozy in here. Um, hey, that's fair. So thinking about this, I actually would probably take the T-Rex. Uh, oh, that's a good choice. Yeah, mostly because... 
he seems like he's got a lot going on like in reflection watching this as an adult like he's intelligent he's got a lot of stuff happening um he's a little bit psychopathic i could argue because mm-hmm. uh, he does say the phrase uh now i have guilt um as if he just acquired <laughs> it <laughs> i did notice that <laughs> which is also fascinating very distressing yeah Yep, yep, yep. But uh, yeah, who out of this this group of misfits and fuck ups would you would you like to acquire, sir? I think I want the army men. Ooh, for reasons like would you want to command them or just to have them to play with? Well, shit, I hadn't considered that I could command them. Mm. Uh, that sweetens the pot. Uh, yeah. No, I just I've kind of always really liked army men. So yeah, uh, having some that that can move around and execute various recon plans. Um, be they sexual in nature or not, um, that I could be into that. Yeah, yeah. Um, which this relates to a different question I had for you, which is, uh, who's your favorite bad toy? I hate the baby. Mm, yeah, I do not like mm-hmm. the baby. Nope. I don't like the baby. <laughs> I do like the duck. The duck. Oh, the duck is pretty good. Um, yeah, the jumpy duck. And also, apologies to the listeners, we aren't describing these scenes at all. Because, again, if you haven't seen Toy Story, just go see Toy Story. Guys, we're going to be yeah, here just, for four films. Just go films. fucking see. Frankly, like, you've got enough time to go watch Toy Story and then listen to this podcast and still have plenty of your day left. Yeah, just put it up, like, in the background, even. Like, yeah. it's, it's so doable. Um, uh, anyway, sorry, Listeners, I don't mean to get angry at you for not having seen Toy Story. Uh, I'm just, you know, ashamed of you um, and really struggling to deal with it. But um, yeah, so the baby creeped me out as a kid, still creeps me out as an adult. Although I did notice that what used to creep me out is the texture of the head uh, mm-hmm. with the weird little like loose clipped hairs. And uh, now yeah, the, looking the at the nubbins. It, yeah, the nubbins used to gross me out. But now looking back on it after, you know, several decades of computer technology advancing uh definitely not the reason i didn't like him i just don't fucking like that dude oh yeah no i for me i think it's the eye that's missing Mm, that that speaks to a level of distress that is heinous (laughs) um and i think that brings us to i think what should be kind of the central topic of our discussion today and that's sid oh sid you and i both you know, for the folks at home, we text a little bit uh, about what we're kind of planning for these things. And uh, you and I mm-hmm. both latched on to Sid like we're dangling from a cliff and he is the rope from which we will escape. So, sir, what are you feeling? What are you thinking? How's Sid landing with you? Uh, not good. Mm-hmm. Not good at all. Mm-hmm. Sid is a future domestic terrorist. Yes, 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 yes. That guy is three Reddit posts away from being radicalized (laughs) and a member of 4chan. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, we are on exactly the same page with Sid because at first I was watching him torture toys and my prediction was that he would then go on to torture animals and then as a college student begin to experiment with, uh, you know, after much fantasizing experiment with torturing people uh, Mm -hmm. and then murdering them. But I actually like your angle better because what we've thrown into the mix is now he thinks toys are alive and he's been torturing them, which isn't just going to engender fantasies. Like we're talking about a totally broken psyche here. Oh yeah. And I do think the toys saved his life Mm -hmm. um, because he again would have become a terrorist. He had all the skills to make a bomb. 
and uh, and I think the toys scaring him did sort of set him on a better path. Mm-hmm. Hey, hey, you can't. No, you can't just come. Oh, mm. oh, okay, uh, folk, folks, we've got we've got a guest in the studio today. Um, and he's just oh, it's just forcing himself on. Okay, <laughs> hello, I am H. I. Eager, <laughs> and I wish to talk about this Sid character. <laughs> well. Um, hello, H.R. Giger, famed creator of The Alien and many other scary props. Uh, what happened to Sam? Is Sam okay? I will just talk about this character. <laughs> no. Yeah, you seem to have I a plan. I cannot speak to Sam's safety or his <laughs> health. Okay, well, you seem to have a plan, so go for it, H.R. Giger, uh, if you would yeah. you know, dive into it. This Sid character was my favorite part of the movie. <laughs> he captured all the joy and happiness that I experienced as a young boy myself. See, when the Sid tortured and mauled and horribly changed these innocent, horrible toys... He reminded me of how I was as a young man, mm. putting mm. squirrel heads on frogs <laughs> did and you, cat on, legs. Uh, HR, did you not have toys? These were the toys that I had. Mm, that explains a lot, actually. The woodland creatures that I ruined. <laughs> These were my toys. I took the cat legs and I would put them on the family car. <laughs> God damn it. H.R. <laughs> Giger, come on. <laughs> you gotta keep it together, man. I know it fills you with just an immeasurable joy, but but come on, t- tell us more. Yeah, yeah. I'm really dying to hear more about your perspective on this famed horror creator and uh, artist, H.R. Uh, Giger. Yeah, so the, the toys that he made spoke to uh, a level of creativity and happiness that many people do not experience. Mm. But I have, like when I would put the eyes of the fish on the sockets of a chipmunk. Mm. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> it was fine. <laughs> and satisfy, I think, Sid is the hero of this movie and a national treasure mm. and your Tom Hanks is the villain of this film. Yeah. For scaring that boy out of his artistry. Yeah, at the risk of, uh, you know, making you talk more before your voice uh, sort of dies on you here, H.R. Giger, uh, do you think that Sid has a promising career in the props and or, uh, you know, arts industry? Yes, I believe that he will go on to be <laughs> a, a, a giant of the FX business especially if he continues on this track and moves from toys to animals 
to people, especially if he moves to people, that will make him a true legend among the FX class. I believe now. Nice. You oh. said your piece. Okay, well, he's gone. Oh, just like that? Yeah, I actually don't know where he is anymore, and uh, I'm terrified. He's in my home, and I don't know where. <laughs> I love the idea of you late night, or uh, later tonight, digging into a nice snack when uh, <laughs> you hear that voice down the corridor. Man, that's frightening. Oh, yeah, all the blood's going to come out of me. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, yep. Well, I'm glad he could stop by. Uh, are you okay, Sam? Uh, physically, yes. Mentally, mm. Mm, not anymore. Yeah, I don't think you'll ever be the same after that. No, 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 no. He did some stuff while he was here. The pictures that he drew, I can't show you, but mm. God Almighty. Mm. Uh, and and drew him with a calm confidence that uh, has shaken me to my core. Mm. Man, now, ugh. You hate to hear it. Hey, if you had to be one of these toys, which would you be? <laughs> um, well, shifting gears pretty radically there. Um, uh-huh. That's a tough one. I think I would want to be the, the piggy bank. I think I'd want to be pig. The piggy bank. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Because he, he just seems like he's got a chill life. He's playing cards. He's got a little bit of gambling debts, but he... You know, he's also the central bank, I would assume, of their establishment, so he can just sort of dip into the old kitty for that one. And uh True. He's chill, he's smart, he knows what's going on. Uh he's in he's not management. Like Woody calls this a, a staff meeting at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So he's definitely not like upper management, but I think he's somewhere in the middle. And that all that all really speaks to me within Andy's room's uh incorporated hierarchy. How about you? Uh Mr. Potato Head. Oh. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, uh, being able to sort of change my visage at any mm. moment. Um, he seems very Jewish, and, and I did enjoy that. Yeah. Um, I, you know what? I I hate to bring this up, but I did have a note in my notes, which is, is this potato an anti-Semitic portrayal? <laughs> so. so, here's what I'll say. Having seen Hercules, mm. in comparison to that villain, no. Yeah, that's a fair that's a fair point. Cause I saw Hercules for the first time not too long ago, and I I'll get off this tangent pretty quick. But uh, the bad guy in that movie is the most deeply offensive anti-Semitic trope I've ever seen. Yeah, in, in my young life. But Mr. Potato Head, pretty tasteful in yeah. comparison. Yeah, I think so, it was just the very beginning, and then things leveled out pretty quickly. So I'm I'm happy yeah. to jump off of this train. Yeah, I'm with you. I asked Kenna this. Uh, while we were watching the movie, and she said, and now I just said, which toy would you like to be? Mm-hmm. Um, not not uh, in this movie, but just toys in general. And she did say a Cabbage Patch Kid. Mm. Which is not yeah. an option available. No, I did I did make it available for the wider world of toys and not just this, but... Ah, uh, uh, okay. She did say Cabbage Patch Kid. Hmm, so I mm, have no yeah. response to that. I don't either. Mm. Um, so that brings me to our recurring segment, IMDb Facts, brought to you by McKenna. Mm. Well, I'm extremely excited for that. Hit me with some of those. Yeah, so uh, Randy Newman wrote uh, You Got a Friend in Me in One Day, and I believe it shows. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> hey, now that we're talking about it, yeah, I can see that. 
Yeah, he doesn't sing, does he? He just kind of talks. Mm. Hey, you know what? As a dedicated fan of Randy Newman, uh, you're not necessarily wrong. But, you know, the quality's there. And, you know, even sure. if it was a single day and a large paycheck, I assume. You know what? Good good for Randy Newman. Yeah, sure. I, I, look, he's doing better than me. So. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Um, the animators... Uh, for this film got the uh, movements for the toy soldiers mm-hmm. uh, by nailing sneakers to a plank of wood and trying to walk. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, not nailing their was... feet, I noticed. So not true dedication. Uh, right, yeah. Um, and for that, they should be docked some number of points. Mm-hmm. Um, Tom recorded the dialogue for this movie uh, during breaks uh in Sleepless in Seattle and A League of Their Own because he didn't want to do it during Forrest Gump or Philly because he didn't want to, like, have that comedy energy while he's working on these very serious roles. He didn't want to have comedy energy while doing Forrest Gump. Yeah, I thought that one was kind of puzzling. You know what? This doesn't lend itself well to our theory that up to this point, Tom has played mostly high-energy comedy roles even when he's doing... Sort of a more dramatic role. Uh, mm-hmm. hmm. Okay, well, let's put a pin in that one for now. Um, This was the world's first computer-animated feature film. Oh, damn. Also, executive yeah. producer Steve Jobs, who helped co-found Pixar. So, you know. Hot damn. Yeah, man. And um, the real Woody toys, mm-hmm. those are voiced by Tom's brother, Jim. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Hey, this is a new Hanks. This is a new Hanks. This is a Hanks we know nothing about. Holy shit, there's another Hanks, man. Who the fuck is Jim Hanks? Who the fuck is Jim Hanks? Now I'm getting angry about it. This is a new Hanks (laughs) for Hank Your Moneymaker for us to explore and talk about. Hey, Tom, why the fuck have you been hiding Jim from us, you son of a bitch? I love you. Hey, is Jim not a real person? Is it just Tom with a different voice and he has it's, like two phones? It's Tom with a mustache. <laughs> sort of <laughs> Luigi style. I am suspicious. Exactly. Yeah, I don't think Jim's a real person, but we'll do some research on that. Yeah, we got we gotta look we gotta look into uh into Jim Hanks mm-hmm. as uh, allegedly Tom's brother. Sure. Let's see. Oh, okay. So here's another one. Um, so in Sid's room, when Woody is it, like caught, stuck under that crate that mm-hmm. has the toolbox on it, uh, that toolbox says Binford Tools on it. Mm-hmm. And Kenna informed me because she does watch the show and I'm not proud of it. Um, that uh, on Home Improvement, mm-hmm. Tim Allen worked for Binford Tools. Hey, Sam. Mm-hmm. Huh? Huh? Uh-huh. Hey, uh, just a quick note. Fuck Tim Allen. Yeah, fuck Denver's own Tim Allen, y'all. That's uh, not a goof. Uh, which, no. You know, but hey, now that we've divorced him entirely from his oeuvre, uh, we are free to go, uh? With uh-huh. <laughs> impunity, because it's now an isolated thing, unrelated exactly. to him. Mm-hmm. Um, Kenneth did point out that the moving truck uh, at the end of the movie, mm-hmm. very empty. 
Mm, yeah, they didn't move with a lot of shit. I actually noticed the same thing that uh, I think they're going to show up to wherever they're going without most of their junk. Yeah. Hey, um, and there's nothing wrong with this, but does Andy not have a dad? <sighs> That's an extremely good point. And I guess the answer is no, which is not particularly funny. Um, it's it's not. But do do you know what is? What's that? That uh, Tom is still extremely horny in this movie. Mm. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Like. Yeah. I want to talk about this later because I've got I've got a series of questions related to this. Ooh. Okay. Um. But you're not wrong that there is a lot more innuendo involved than I sort of expected from a movie about uh, genitalless toys. Well. Not necessarily genitalless. Mm, that's we never true. see those private zones. That's true. We don't, and thank God for that fact, sir. Uh, and you know what, Luke? Mm-hmm. Um, unless you've got any more thoughts. Yeah, not really. No, no. Okay. I, I got nothing. Well, I, I need to, I need to buy some of these toys. Okay? okay. I gotta, I gotta get my hands on some of these toys, but I don't have any cash on my fucking hands, so. I gotta get it from the Hank Speck. You wanna come with? Yeah, let's go on over, my man. Let's head on out. Luke? Mm-hmm. I, I need you to confront a small boy with the horrors of his own making. It's time <laughs> to come with me to the conspiracy corner. I'm so stoked for this, because I'm... Sam, it boggles the mind. I just don't know how you're gonna, like, you know, uh, ring a conspiracy corner out of this one. Okay, uh, I didn't expect to, to have one this week, but Luke, I have sent you an image. Mm. Uh, from the movie, it's when uh, Woody and Buzz are in Sid's backpack. Okay, I have an image of your TV. Uh, Buzz is making a grotesque face, and Woody's twink, twink ass is <laughs> leaning into him. Yes, yes, his dead, dead doll eyes. I need you to zoom in and look at the drawing in between them. Oh, my God, dude. Are Do you, you know who that is? Is this fucking Atar? It's fucking Atar. So for the folks at home, they're sort of like in front of what appears to be sort of a burlap sack. And on that sack is drawn the image of a demon in its goddamn Atar. <laughs> Sam? He has horns fuck? and everything. <laughs> Holy shit, dude. He's wearing cult robes. And it's just Atar. Um... And and so, th- there's another one too. Okay, so Atar is all over this fucking kid's backpack. First mm-hmm. of all, but second, there's another hint. Uh, Andy's mom's car has the license plate A one one three. Okay, and I think this is another message from Atar. Mm. So, how do we explain how this is Tom Hanks? that we've seen in every other movie that we've seen before, and also uh, America's dad, Tom Hanks, as we know him today. Yeah, I'm dying to hear an explanation for this, because on the surface, Sam, uh, not a lot to play with in that direction. You would think, except in the burbs, when we were first exposed to Atar, mm-hmm. he did put Tom into a dream state mm. in which he showed him messages. And Luke... This is Atar doing it again. Mm. So you're positing, is the entire movie a dream? 
The entire movie is a dream state imposed on Tom Hanks uh, by Atar, the demon Atar. Mmm. Whoa. Okay. Mm-hmm. So why... Okay. I'm willing to follow that logic. I will yes and the shit out of that. Um, okay. What is the point? What's the what's the end machination of making Tom dig into this? So so this is the thing. What did we see Tom do last? Oh, it was played Jim Lovell mm-hmm. in Apollo thirteen and go up into space. Yes, 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 yes. He got too close. Mm, I understand. That space space is Atar's realm, mm. as as is hell, uh, the the realm of fire. But uh, but no, he got too close to Atar, and Atar says no, too close of a call, it, it too much. I have to put this man in a deep, horrifying slumber. Mm, I got gotcha. uh, and try to extract what he can, and that's that's who Sid is. Yeah, Sid is sort of an an avatar, if you will, of Atar, a follower of Atar. Oh, oh my God, dude! And and he's there to to extract what he can from Tom uh, he, as he he's is, in this vulnerable dream state. He is our Ricky Butler replacement for this yes. film, dude. He's the active exactly. agent of chaos. Holy shit. Mm-hmm. Fuck, so, dude. You're you're blowing my mind. And and I th- I think we have one other bit of evidence just just sealing. Uh well, okay. W- one other thing. Mm-hmm. Two, two pieces of information. One, in uh, Sid's room, we see an improvised interrogation workbook from the Department of the Army. And so Sid is going to try to interrogate and extract secrets from Tom Woody. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, and two, we know this is Tom because his name is Woody and Atar knows about Tom's big fat cock. <laughs> In fact, uh, you know, I guess there's every possibility that Atar in a sort of Faustian deal was uh, the one in a Faustian bargain that provided him with uh, oh, said member. my God. Mm-hmm. Holy shit. So you think that his huge fucking phallus <laughs> was, a, was a gift from Atar? Yeah, I think it's like a Robert Johnson situation, but instead of being able to play the guitar like a bat out of hell, uh, he just exchanged it for some some uh, chunkier pants meats. Jeez, it's an evil penis. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, oh yes. Oh, my yes, God. Yes. Dear God. This is quite the revelation indeed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think this um, is how the, the ATAR... You know, I don't know how, how ATAR fits into everything else per se. That's your realm. But I think maybe this is where ATAR came from. That's why ATAR is in the picture at all. Oh, I see. Okay. Mm-hmm. That that he was first connected with Tom for in this bargain for a bigger penis. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. I see. I see. Okay. Yeah. I, th- I think you're really on to something. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and folks... Uh, I, I I can't believe that Atar is doing this to Tom, and I can't wait to see what he does next. Yeah, man, that and again, folks, can't emphasize enough that this is on the screen for I don't know a couple of seconds. God damn, <laughs> Sam! <laughs> I'm now starting to think maybe something's wrong with me. 
I'm kind of thinking so too. I'm gonna drop <laughs> a bunch of pens on the ground <laughs> and see if you know how uh, many there are. Jesus Christ, dude! The attention <laughs> to detail that you're displaying is unbelievable. It's unhealthy, mm-hmm. uh, for sure. But you know, I, I think, you know, 2020 has been a tough year mm-hmm. for everyone. Yeah. And I, I think I, I know exactly what the people need. In, in the year of our Lord, 2020. Okay. And Luke, that's a that's a sequel to Toy Story 2. Uh, to Toy Story. <laughs> to Toy and Story 2. Okay. I, yeah. I think I think we should pitch a sequel to Toy Story. Okay. Um well you are aware that there is in fact a there are several sequels to Toy Story. What now? There there's Toy Story Two and Toy Story Three and Toy Story Four. I want to say huh so you're telling me that this is a this is a whole universe yeah dude it's an entire pantheon of shit huh interesting yeah i'm surprised this is news to you but sam um this does lead me into the thing that i wanted to bring up with you uh which is a segment i'd like to call into the toyverse if you'd be into, into the toy verse. Yeah. So basically, I mean, we're going to be here and, you know, again, sorry to break the news to you that there already is a sequel. So there's no financing <laughs> available for our ah, shit. reboot of Toy Story, starting with Toy Story 2. Um, but, you know, the upside to that, you know, to give you some good news is that we're going to be in this universe for four different films. And Sam, I'd really like to nail down some of the particulars of how toys work in this universe if you'd uh, be into playing in that space with me i would love to to figure that out hell yeah dude because i've got a series of questions i'd like to pose to you and then we'll just sort of discuss them uh you know on mass if that sounds good fuck yeah cool so one of the first ones i have for you sam is how does a toy get a tattoo oh shit <laughs> yeah because there's a scene uh. where buzz has uh and sharpie written on his foot andy but i'm thinking what if a toy wanted to get a fucking get a fucking bit of ink? You know what I'm saying? Huh. Yeah, no, no, no. I hmm. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I do hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How? How would they do it? Do you think do you think they have access to like those really fine tip sharpies? Ooh, and they would use yes. one of those i think any given house that has one yeah for sure they'd have that kind of access you're thinking like stick and poke just like really stick oh yeah yeah absolutely yeah okay i think that makes sense i'd also be very curious in what they would get tattooed but i think that's a discussion for another day with some more data um, sure the the other th- question that i had for you or one of them is uh so they, they keep implying that they have a concept of death in this film. What is death for a toy, Sam? Okay, now this I find very interesting because mm-hmm. we have seen that if you mutilate a toy, yeah. it still lives. Oh, for sure. It's still alive. Uh, so what is death to a toy? Well, uh, you've got you to gotta think incineration. Yeah, I mean, obviously total total destruction is on the table yeah. and uh complete I think that's annihilation. Mm-hmm. That's that's definitely death. But do you think if they go unplayed with long enough mm. that the sort of the soul within it just leaves? Interesting. Now that's a fun direction that I hadn't I mean it's not it's a dark direction. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but fun's, that's fun's uh, an interesting word, Luke. 
Yeah, that's a direction I hadn't considered because my idea was that anything that alters them from their original construction blueprint, uh, their original mold, is what would constitute death. Um, but I like yours better, sir. I think you've hit it right on the head. Well, well, thank you. Yeah, that one's horrifying. Um, and <laughs> yeah, it, it's deeply troubling. And I have a feeling we'll come up in later films. Uh, pretty sure. Um, another question I had for you is, what exactly were Andy and Bo, I think her name is, um, going to do on their date? Do you mean Woody and Bo? Shit, yes, I do. Fuck. Okay. Hey, Andy and Bo were going to do nothing that's even remotely yeah. unsavory. <laughs> nothing. Nothing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what were what were Woody and Bo going to actually do? Because she says the thing about, what if I got somebody else to watch the sheep? And he goes, uh-huh. What what are they going to do, Sam? <sighs> okay. So we don't know for certain that they don't have genitals. Mm, it is a good point. Fair play to you. So assuming they do, they fuck and they fuck hard. Mm. Mm. And, um, and do they do they have like a private space or are they just doing this out in the open? I think they're dirty, nasty little creatures, and they just do it out in the open. Mm. Do you think? Do you um, think toys have hangups around sex, or are they more free about it? I think they're pretty open because, mm. uh, like that pig is nude, as is Mister <laughs> Potato Head. <laughs> it's true. There's a lot of rampant nudity in this film. If that's yeah. the case, and I, I'll tell you right now, I think Mister Potato Head's got a got a big donger uh <laughs> hidden away that he can just slap on when yeah. it's time to get down with with mrs potato head and that's why he wanted andy to get a mrs potato head sure 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 that makes sense um but yeah so let's assume they don't have genitals though okay so so a, a cleaner world mm-hmm. that date i think that date is going to be making eggs <laughs> I think I think they're gonna sneak down to the kitchen, and they're gonna make some eggs. Okay, just like uh, literally cook up some eggs. Yeah, yeah. Tom Thomas previously <laughs> made an omelet before, and I I think he's carried that knowledge over. Hey, that's um, fair. Hey, this movie has as much sexual action from Tom Hanks as we've seen in any of his films. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's it's literally one uncomfortable boob touch removed from the most sexual he's ever been yeah that's extremely fair okay well i've got one last question for you hit me with it um and this is critical for the toy verse i think if we figure this one out then uh you know we have a really good bedrock to stand on for the other films so are you ready yes what counts as murder for toys because they also imply that there's murder (laughs) Holy shit! <laughs> Holy shit! Because yeah, we do see we do see Woody attempt a murder. Yeah, um, for sure. Okay. Uh shit. So let's okay. break this down. So when 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 uh, Woody attempts a murder, he essentially just wants to knock Buzz out of a window, which I would argue is not really murder because he'll probably just hit the ground and be maybe a little beat up, but probably fine. So Sam, what counts as murder? In this okay. universe. So we have to operate off of our previously defined uh, situations for death. Mm-hmm. And that that is complete annihilation 
Mm. and also putting them in a new position yeah. where they can never be played with again. Yep, yep, yep. So I think uh, a living burial, mm. uh, I think that's murder because no oh, one's unearthing that toy before it's it soul leaves it. Yeah, this um, is why they're so afraid of dogs because that's all a dog wants to do is fucking yes. tear you up and then Holy bury you shit. in the backyard. Yeah, Abs- fuck, yes, absolutely. And uh, so I think actually what Woody did was an attempted murder because mm. his point was to push him out the window into some bushes where he would never be found again. Yes. Yes, you're totally right. The goodwill, <laughs> the natural goodwill. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, dude. Oh, shit. Okay. That I feel a lot better having ironed out some of those details. I have other nitty gritty questions, but my friend, I think we'll have to dig into them when we return to the toy vor- toyverse uh, with Toy Story Two, and possibly with Toy Story Three for some of these deeper hitting, uh, you know, questions about murder in the afterlife. But I, I appreciate your insights. I think we really nailed it down. Oh, I'm happy to help. Can I actually ask one question? Oh, yeah. We aren't out of the Toyverse yet, sir. I'm still, uh, you know, mobile for now. But if anybody looks at me, I'm going to fall over. When when did they come to life? See, this was another question I was going to fucking ask you. <laughs> so, <laughs> so Buzz seems to not be alive until he's out of his packaging. So is it not that yes. they're... Are they not alive until they leave their packaging? And if I they, think... If they don't, Sam... Think about the alternative. Holy shit. I I think I think it has to be once the packaging is opened, mm. they come to life. Because otherwise, again, our definition of death mm-hmm. is that they are not played with long enough. And if you sit on the back of the shelf at Walmart for way too long, you're dead. <laughs> that or you were never alive. I like the idea that once you've opened the package and someone begins to play with you, um, that, you know. That it... That Luke, 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 a, a, a lost wayward soul sucks into your body, mm-hmm. and 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 then you come to life. Yeah, it's sort of like there. It's the concept of like a deity, uh, in some occult sim- uh, systems where like the more attention and focus is paid towards their entity, the more they are alive. Like until they are mm-hmm. seen, they're like quantum entities. Like until they are observed, they're inert. Jesus. Okay. I have one final question. Yeah, yeah, hit me. When they when they come to life, do they believe their own fiction? Clearly at see, least yeah. We see Buzz believe his own fiction, but other, all the other toys don't, but I wonder if that's because they've been alive for so long. Mm. Yeah, I think we're gonna need more data. So I'm punting on this one for now cuz I kind of want to say it's a matrix situation where mm. somebody has to red pill them before they realize. Okay. So, like, maybe there was a time when Mr. Potato Head thought he was... Well, see, this is where it gets weird, Sam, because Mr. Potato Head doesn't have a fiction. He's just a Mr. Potato Head. He doesn't have a fiction, you're <laughs> right. <laughs> but does that mean that Bo Peep or Woody or the T-Rex, like, they clearly exhibit things about themselves that, like, the T-Rex tries to be scary, so... Huh. Fuck, dude. This one's this is a twisted ass knot you've just thrown onto the table and said solve. 
<laughs> well, I guess when when Tom gets too close and has to be put under by Atar again, yeah, we'll we'll find out. Yeah, I look forward to that. Not for Tom's sake; that sounds pretty horrifying. But excited to return to the Toyverse for sure. Oh, absolutely. Um, but until then, uh, Luke, next week mm-hmm. we're watching 1996's That Thing You Do. Mm, another oh. rom com, Sam. Are you prepared? I am not. Uh, mm. And actually, I said it wrong. It's that thing you do. <laughs> it does have an exclamation point. I believe this is also our first Playtone production, which is Tom Hanks's own production company. But don't quote me on that. Probably not executive producer Steve Jobs either. Okay. Uh, so have you seen that thing you do? That thing you do. I have seen this movie, Sam. Okay. I have not. Mm. And, uh, well, I'm really curious now to hear what you think that thing you do is about. Okay, so so I am going to, to actually guess what I think this movie is legitimately about. Mm-hmm. Fuck. Um, I, Jesus, I, frankly, I got nothing. Uh, <laughs> until you said it, I didn't, I didn't know that it was a rom-com. Mm, yeah, that, um, that does add some flavor to it. I believe... From what I remember, I'm pretty sure this is also a Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan adventure as well. So does that add is any it? flavor to this for you? Okay. Yeah, okay. Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan are in the same improv troupe. Mm-hmm. And they fall in love because they have... The, they're in a... They're given a scene where they... <laughs> fuck they have to go on a date on a, in hey, a show real quick i did fuck it up it is not meg ryan i believe it's Liv tyler so <laughs> whatever uh copy and paste yeah yeah uh um yeah so so they're in a an improv troupe and they're given the prompt to be on a date and they find out that they're in love with each other mm-hmm. but they have uh a rocky patch the you know, quintessential rom-com Rocky patch. Sure, sure. Where um, they can't stand how they yes and each other. Mm, gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Well, it's and, a theory. Yeah. I, frankly, the name does not help me at all. Mm-hmm. So, fuck, I don't, I don't know what this is going to be. Yeah, well, I'm excited for you to experience this because it's going to be a wild time. And I I think our first genuinely good rom-com. So I'm super stoked and I'm very excited to hear how angry you're going to be. Ooh, okay. Well, let's look forward to that. Mm -hmm. Um, But until then, folks, uh, you can check us out on Instagram at HanksyPanksyPod. You can find us on uh, Facebook at HanksyPanksyPodcast. You can find us on Twitter at HanksyPanksy. And you can find us on, uh, you can email us uh, at Gmail uh, with uh, uh, at uh, hanksypanksypod at gmail.com. I don't know why I fucked it up so much this time. Um, but uh, but yeah, send us your, your thoughts, your reviews, your your opinions about Atar and Tom and their, their endless battle with each other. Um, I also wanted to give a shout out to Ryan Boyd for our incredible intro music. Uh, you can find them. Uh, on Twitter at Ryan Droid, D-R-O-Y-D. And Luke, do you have a final quote for us? Uh, yes, I do. Uh, this one is from about halfway in the movie, and it is... You are a toy! <laughs>
trying to trying to get him to to stop believing his own fiction which toys may or may not do god <laughs> we're in a real mess now yeah uh, thanks thanks for listening to another episode of hanksy panksy and we'll be back next week with 1996's that thing you do